Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Goldie on Ice podcast. I am Steve Goldstein, play-by-play television announcer for the Florida Panthers. We talk everything Panthers and NHL here on the podcast. The podcast would not be possible without our sponsors, so we do want to thank them and advise you as you listen to this podcast to not only spread the word, download, subscribe to your friends, uh, but also take a few moments to listen to our sponsor's message. Ken Morris and the Morris Southeast Real Estate Group, Orion of ONA Job Site Solutions, the Sides Foundation, Dave Lister runs it, and it's the fight against pediatric cancer, and BNT Windows. They do a great job with impact windows, so get in touch with Tom and the guys at BNT Windows. Well, Panthers training camp is underway. It is a, tr- a quick training camp, about eight practices. There'll be a scrimmage uh, as well, at least one. And then away they go. Next Thursday night, the Panthers will take on the Dallas Stars, and it it's going to be a frenzy. Panthers in Dallas, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Chicago, Tuesday, Chicago. Um, you know, the games are about every two days, which really isn't much less than a normal season, um, but it's a little bit more. So uh, training camp is off to a pretty good start. Uh, I'll tell you, the new players the Panthers brought in, and again, it's practice, but still, tell what you can tell and not much more. Um, these guys play the game. They're not floaters, uh, is a good way to put it. You know, they bring a little a little juice. Uh, Lomberg is, and I had never seen him play, is pretty quick. So, you know, sometimes those types of players, you know, bottom line, projection, guys that'll drop the gloves. You know, sometimes you worry about them. Can they keep up? Uh, he's definitely going to be able to. Um, Hinnestroza, I like the feistiness. Um, Verhage's got some, you know, some real skill there, as we kind of knew. He scored 34 goals in the AHL, so you knew that. Um, haven't seen Nudavari yet after two days because he is unfit to play, as is Bobrovsky, um, Bornquist, Lamico, uh, Sam Montembeau is back. So you're going to have this throughout these training camps. Every team has them. Uh, no idea. You would think. That, that it's not injury-related, but it could be. It could be COVID-related. It could be um, COVID or exposure to COVID, so you're playing it safe. I, I do believe during the season in the NHL they will announce if a player does contract uh, the virus. But, you know, there's a lot of privacy issues with people's health and things like that, so uh, we just go along, you know, and uh, unfit to play means unfit to play. So, obviously, the big hope in the next week uh, Hornquist, Nudavar, and Bobrovsky, three guys the Panthers are counting on a lot, will uh, we'll certainly all be back. So I also thought it was pretty interesting, you know, the confidence level. You know, Mackenzie Weger uh, practicing really hard. And I-, I think maybe he can have even more of an impact than maybe even I thought during the offseason. Um, it's the first time in a long time that the Panthers come into a season, and while it may not be like some of the pairs in the division – Wierenski and Jones, Yossi um, and Ellis, anybody with Haskinen, uh, you know, in Dallas, uh, anybody with Hedman in Tampa, maybe not as primed as those, but Uyghur and Ekblad, for what the Panthers have put out in previous years going into the season, um, it's as stable and as good as we've had in a long time. 
uh, really, when you look at it, and once again, it's going to help Aaron Ekblad. You know, when he has had a steady, solid, um, you know, player with him throughout a season, uh, he's been excellent. I mean, you go back to Brian Campbell when he first came in as his partner, and then last year when he and Weger got together, and I did like uh, Mackenzie Weger was asked about his goals for the season, and I think the first thing or one of the first things he said was, "I got to stay healthy." Uh, he has had injury problems. I know some have been freak injuries. And Weger said he's taken steps um, off the ice, whether that's nutrition, training, maybe both, uh, to making sure he's healthy for the 56 games. And I think that's a, that's a huge factor. Remember, as, as well as he played last year, um, he only played, you know, 45 games. Um, so that's going to be a huge factor because you know Joel Quenville's going to rely on those two guys a lot. Other pairs... Don't know yet. Uh, Nudavara not being in, I have to think, based on what I saw from Yandel, who on day one was with Keeper. And then, by the way, Chase Prisky wasn't out on the ice today as well. Not sure why. So they were short of defensemen in that group. So Yandel was actually going with forwards. Um, Stillman was with Strawman. So you think, and Gudis, uh, you know, was on the ice with, and it's blanking my mind right now. So. Uh, that's a bad job by me. Um, but Stillman and Strawman, uh, you know, Gudis, Yandel, maybe they get together, to, you know, in practice tomorrow. If the other guys aren't ready yet. I think Prisky was actually with uh, with Gudis, yeah, on day one. So, you know, you're mixing and matching a little bit, but uh, we'll see how it shakes out. Clearly, they're trying to find at least eight, you know, four pairs, I'm, I'm going to guess, in this crazy year. And then, you know, probably another player or even two. Actually, sorry, my, my mistake. It was Connaughton with, uh, with Gudis. So Connaughton, Gudis, Stillman, Strawman, um, presumably Yandel and Nudavara, and then Weger with, um, Weger with, with, with Ekblad, and then Prisky and um, Keeper. So presumably those are your 10 to choose from. Now, Joel Quenville did comment, and I'll tell you, I like what John Ludwig uh, brought out there. You know, they did these hardcore drills today, you know, one-on-one battles, and Ludwig gets his money's worth. Draft pick a couple years ago, um, had a huge offensive year as an older guy, obviously, in the WHL, put up a point a game. So we'll see what he brings to the table. Uh, the other big factor, uh, the Panthers not. Uh, and by the way, it was Lomborg, Hepo, Niemi together with Marchman. So uh, those are three guys. Lomborg, obviously, in a one-way deal on the team, and the other two may have a chance uh, to make it at Taxi Squad. Um, so the Panthers will not have their AHL affiliate play this year. Reasons I don't think this is that big of a deal for this team in this year. Number one, you've got a handful of guys playing overseas that are going to stay there, um, including Vladislav Kalyachanuk, who's played in basically every game for his team in the KHL. Second-round pick last year behind Spencer Knight. Uh, Joel Quenville and the staff kind of liked him in training camp last year as a teenager. As he gets older, it'll be good to him to have a good full AHL or KHL season, and then he'll come into camp next year. Um, Henrik Borgström staying over there in Finland as well. Then you add in the top prospects for this franchise, Denisenko and Tippett, based on what they're running in training camp, clearly are going to be on the roster. And probably on the roster, not the taxi squad, although you can move them back and forth, I believe. So you're talking about your top guys, and then you throw in Prisky, Stillman, 
uh, maybe a keeper, and you're talking about your top half dozen prospects that would be eligible to go to the AHL, that would not be there anyway. And you could add a third goalie in there, presumably Montembeau, um, who would be up with the team anyway. The other factor, that's number one. Uh, The other factor for me, number two, is that every AHL team in America, and there are three not playing, Springfield and Milwaukee, the other ones, um, and St. Louis, who was in Springfield, already did a deal with Utica, Vancouver's team, to put their guys there. Every team is going to be about a half a dozen guys short because they're doing the same thing the Panthers are doing. Maybe a couple of guys in Europe would stay, and maybe they wouldn't nor- normally, and you've got four to six guys on your taxi squad. So I really don't think it's going to be a problem whether players are split or whether it's all with one team. Um, the Panthers giving their players, and presumably that's going to be Max Gildon, defenseman, Ludwig, defenseman, um, I'm assuming Heponiemi, although he has a chance to make the taxi squad, but Heponiemi is a forward, Sarah Noel is a forward, but you know, you're talking about really, you know, probably half a dozen guys that you would likely consider, you know, legitimate prospects for your team. Now, the other factor, and this is just me talking, I don't know this, is there's likely going to be a quarantine and it may be a week, maybe less, if a player has to be flown in to play. So if you decide to forego the taxi squad or you have that many injuries, which your season for any team is a mess anyway, if you go through your taxi squad and you want to call a player up from the AHL, I believe if there is a plane ride involved combined with local jurisdiction, there is a quarantine period, which leads me to think could the Panthers perhaps with three East Coast Hockey League teams in the state of Florida, put a player or two in either Florida with the Everblades, Orlando with the Solar Bears, or up in Jacksonville with the Icemen. Although Jacksonville, it might be a flight anyway. It's far drive, but it may be close enough where you don't have to quarantine. That's just me thinking out loud. It is a crazy time, obviously, in real life. And I don't consider sports real life, although it is for people to make their livelihood in it. But it's a crazy time in the NHL. And there is just so much to go through. Um, But, you know, Bill Zito is a very competent uh, general manager. He's been around the game for a very long time. Rules, regulations, has a loaded staff, as we've talked about on the podcast. Has added as many as, I don't even know, nine, ten experienced people to the front office. So... I have great confidence that they'll get it sorted out and have the franchise with all the things we just talked about in the best possible position to succeed this year and not have any of those things, you know, counting players and salaries and all the rules and regulations, have any of those things come back to bite you and surprise you uh, in any situation. So the line so far in camp, and again, this is without Hornquist, Huberto, Barkoff, Duclair. Duclair gets that first crack at that top line, and uh, we'll see how that materializes over the next week, and then obviously once the season starts. Vetrano, Wenberg, and Connolly. Not sure if Hornquist would be in that Connolly spot or not. Uh, Denisenko, Achari, and Hinestroza. Very intriguing line. 
uh, gets after it. Denisenko is an impressive guy. Um, and then Lusterine and getting a shot at center, I think, is really interesting. Getting a regular um, center shot. And uh, he's got Owen Tippett with him. So you're talking about, you know, a couple of young, uh, young players there. Uh, Lomberg is run as, the, as an extra forward, at least to start. But you wonder on that right wing, right now, Declare, um, Connolly, Hinnestroza, and Tippett. Uh, you wonder if all that, you know, somewhere in that second or third line gets bumped down once Hornquist gets in there. Presumably it will. So we'll see how it all, uh, you know, materializes and, um, and shakes out as this, you know, again, what's just going to be a wild season will, uh, will materialize. But, uh, you know, the Panthers are really counting on some guys in a big way. I mean, Lusterinen, perhaps, uh, you know, and, and Verhage was on the left wing with him. So, you know, Verhage, Lusterinen, and Tippett, that's a real intriguing young line. You know, you don't have much... NHL experience on it. Only Verhage's really 50 games last year. Um, but a lot of talent on it. You know, Lusterine was a high draft pick. And uh, he still needs to fill out, I think, as far as getting bigger. Um, but he's got the size. I mean, he's 6'3". And obviously, he's a Finn, so he's got those smarts. And we should also mention his Yuho Lamico. Um, you know, slot in maybe is that, that fifth center. And Verhage can always slide over and play center. So I do think Joel Quenville has very interchangeable parts because if you look at those lines, you know, besides the top line, certainly, which is your number one clear cut, um, you may be able to use a lot of different players in a lot of different situations. And if you have a lead late in the game, does a guy like Achari go up on a wing with a center like Wenberg? So you have two face-off guys on the ice and two defensive guys on the ice. I just think there's a lot of leeway there uh, for Joel Quenville this season. Haven't really worked power play, special teams yet, so don't ever read on that. So that's my little report here on day two of training camp. Uh, it's kind of surreal. We're a week away from a season starting. It feels like forever. We've only had the five games during the summer. Um, from a broadcast standpoint, it'll certainly be different not being face-to-face -face with players, being able to get those little pieces of information, but I will certainly try to bring uh, as much as I can to the TV broadcast. So once again, thanks as always here on the Goldie and Ice podcast. Uh, please take a moment, listen to our sponsors. Wonderful people do great work here in South Florida. Um, and without them, the podcast would not be possible. Uh, I'll be back uh, very soon with another edition. Appreciate you listening. Time to tell you about Ken Morris and Morris Southeast Group. We appreciate Ken being a supporter of the podcast right from the beginning. Now, for all you folks out there, if you own commercial real estate, if you're looking to lease or purchase, call Ken. He represents buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants. 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400 for Ken Morris. He's a class guy, a straight shooter, qualified and knowledgeable. He's the type of guy you want to do business with. And he's a South Florida guy with a great reputation. Again, it's Ken Morris and his group, which does an outstanding real estate job. 954-240-4400. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund 
Children's Cancer Research, and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDES and does so much for those families. So I encourage you to help out. Check out SIDES on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954-594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the SIDES Foundation. Orient and Associates Management Group is a prime subcontractor out of Hollywood, Florida. So all of you prime contractors out there, he provides any construction services needed. Call Orient and ONA today at 954-922-8660. Online, it's onamanagementgroup.com. They also handle hauling. If you have demolition waste, non-hazardous material, they handle your trucking needs. More than 25 years of experience, you can trust their professionalism. Again, it's 954-992-8660 for Orion and ONA Management.